You are listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. In this episode, we talk about the continued impact of the coronavirus and what we're watching on Disney Plus during this national quarantine. You ready? Let's go. Um, the idea to stand in line for an hour to ride a go-kart that went seven miles an hour was not <laughs> awesome. Not a fun thing. For a lot of kids, it's their first time driving. That, I mean, that's true. That's so true. But you could go to Malibu Grand Prix or you could go to the, the local go-kart track and have a right. much... Um, a much uh, more exciting experience, much less safe experience. Hey, when it, first, when it first opened, it did not have the guardrails. Oh, so dude, you no. see lots of crazy things in the old footage where kids wreck and run over people. See, now that, <laughs> now I think maybe go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Another episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm David. And I'm Ramin. And we are here, more than six feet away from each other, practicing safe social distancing here as the world gets crazier and crazier. Coming to you today. David, how's everybody doing in your world? We're doing all right. Family's everybody healthy? Everybody's healthy. Man, that's good. That's good these days. Ramin, how about you? Yeah, everybody's doing pretty well. Stir crazy, but doing well. I hear that. Same at my house. Yeah. I think um, you know, the kids are home. And there's pros and cons to all of these things. Like you get to spend more time, but I think you, um, I've learned, I think, let me tell you what you think. I have this kind of, this may be a hot take, but public education, all right, it exists. We think it exists to educate our children. <laughs> and, and it does to I some degree. It was a daycare service. But well, that's what I'm getting at. Like you could <laughs> completely put the education modules online. We've now seen that. But what you can't do is replicate the, the daycare service that yeah. it provides. It's a social service is what it is. Because it really isn't about, I mean, is it about educating kids? I mean, it's kind of the byproduct of what it actually is, is giving kids a place to go so your mom and dad can work. I mean, have you ever thought about well, I, I mean, I've there's, I th I'm sure there's a lot of debate, like public schools or even private schools, I'm sure offer a lot. I, I, I imagine it, depending on who you ask, you know, they're going to say, you know, how much value, but the interaction with other kids and yeah. kind of playing in, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's well, a lot to be gained from that. Well, I've just never thought about it like this before. Like all the, 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 our learning modules are online. So, you know, you could, you could see why. Like you would say, well, why do we need teachers if you can just put it all online? And I personally, I'm not a fan of like all online instruction anyway. Um, I really would prefer there to be someone explaining to ask questions yeah, me to, too. and not even to type right. a question to. I want I want face to face interaction. That may just be me and the way I was raised. But I've really got these these thoughts of like, okay, public education is important for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is providing daycare so our economy can grow stronger. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, uh, I definitely think that's a benefit of it for sure. And, and I think it, there's a lot of things I think we're coming face to face. Not just that we're, we're learning things. I think the, the public is, is seeing, um, they're asking good questions about why have we always done this this way? <laughs> um, and why only now are we thinking about these things? And I don't want to get, I mean, it could go everything from like, where did $2 trillion just come from? <laughs> you ever thought about that? Like I have thought about I, that. Yeah, me too. Like everybody, I heard. So I was watching one thread, and they're like, "Well, who are we borrowing this money from?" No one. We're not borrowing this money from anybody. We are printing this out of thin air. And so then the next question you you that comes up is, if they can just print money out of thin air, 
then why in the world are any of us paying our taxes? <laughs> you, have you, am I way off base on this? Like, well, I mean, printing money isn't that a contributing factor in inflation and things like that. In a Keynesian kind of world, yes, but we've—I think we money, print money all the time, all, and we have—we've seen deflation. Actually, mm. we very small inflation over the last twenty years, and you would think with the amount of G, the way GDP has grown, the amount of debt we're in, the amount of money that's just printed like this, that there would be hyperinflation, right? And there hasn't been. So what's that, what is that telling us? I'm gonna pay. I mean, we're all gonna pay our taxes. We're all gonna do the right thing. But I've never thought about these things before. Like they're just things we that we take for granted that we have always sort of well, this is just the way things are, and never questioned them. And now that we're in this kind of this this pandemic that we've never experienced before, you start to see things from a slightly different perspective as, you know, they just make these broad announcements. Like, you know, two weeks ago, they're saying, you don't need any masks. You don't need masks. They won't help you or they'll make it worse. And now the same people are saying, well, yeah, masks are probably a good idea. And at some point you're probably going to need one. Now I understand like if they would have said, Listen, masks are good, but we need we don't have enough for the doctors. Yeah. So please, you know, don't yet, you know, just buy off all the masks. But the, I, don't lie to us. I know, you know they they I, I saw a lot of things that said like the masks were going to be ineffective, which is That's not the case. Not true. Yeah, yeah, not true. And so they, yeah, I think the biggest concern was taking them away from healthcare providers who desperately need them, and there's a shortage. And so why not just tell us that? Though? I know, I don't know. That's you know, it, it seems to to hurt credibility, and I think. If everybody had a mask, we make it go back to Disney World sooner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, because in the countries where they do, like Japan, for instance, Japan has and South Korea have not had nearly the impact or the death rate or the, the infection rate that, that other countries have, from Italy to China to the United States to Spain to Germany. Um, and one of the reasons people, there's a, I know nobody knows, right? It, there, who knows? I'm not an it's expert. It's all speculation. Right all now, speculation. Though. But one thing they are doing in those countries are every everybody's got a mask all mm-hmm. the time. And it makes you think, I don't know if that's the, the difference or not. And some people think, well, those countries are more conditioned to these sorts of things because they the breakouts they've had in the past have ha- impacted them more. So they're more ready for this sort of thing. But um, I'm kind of thinking... I've already started. I got a mask out. I took it to the grocery store today. I've been out and about. I yeah, saw you with it. I think that 10 days from now, you know, we're moving toward, hey, everybody, get a mask. Make your own if you have to. Um, so, Hey, I've just got a question. Did, yeah. you went, was the grocery store crowded today? No, it wasn't okay. crowded. I, actually, the last tw- two times I've been, I've been surprised how, how not – it's kind of been eerily not crowded. Oh, good. I mean, there's still, like, empty shelves. No toilet paper, very little toilet paper, that kind of stuff. But it wasn't like wall-to-wall people. Matter of fact, um, maybe the last three times, I had to make a Walmart run. Who? Um, <laughs> That's actually, I, the, when I, the last time I passed Walmart, I was, it was so crowded. It may be times, but when I went, I walked, I needed, I needed an adapter for a microphone. And I walked straight back to electronics and didn't see one person, didn't interact with one, not an employee. Oh, there was one employee stocking a shelf that I walked past. And walked back to self checkout and checked myself out and was not around anyone within twenty or thirty feet of me. Like it was kind of eerie, yeah. like even at Walmart, which is good. But I have heard people say that it's been nuts too and at other. The times. last time I was in Walmart, and it could have been any other store, but I was I was amazed at how many people just seemed to be hanging out, just chilling. I still think that's our biggest problem yeah. is that people aren't 
they're not really staying in like they should. And so I had to go when the last time I went to Walmart, it was something we really needed. And so I went in, but I could tell there were a lot of people shopping for things that they didn't really need. I mean, they were just browsing. It's the only place open. So the only place to hang out right now. Um, It's interesting too. you say that because like parks, you know, at first, you know, everybody would go out, take a walk, you know, and you should, you should do those things. But they started closing parks now right. because they're so crowded. It's the only place to go. And, um, you know, it's been like where I'm at in Kentucky, it's been like two weeks straight of rain. And we've got three, had three straight really nice sunny days. And, and you drive past some of these parks and they're just like people everywhere. You know, they're taking, they're talking about taking rims down on basketball hoops, on public basketball hoops and things like that. Man, and it kind of, to your point, if people would just follow the rules and stay home, and go out only when necessary. We'll get through this a lot quicker. We can get back to it's so much better than getting sick. Just stay in. Yeah. Stay in. Well, I mean, and it's starting to the impacts growing. You you find more and more people are contracting it. You t- today, um, new country '90s superstar Joe Diffie died of the coronavirus, and you're starting to hear more names you know that either contracted or are impacted by it different ways. But I mean, some people it's quick and it's vicious, mm-hmm. and some people seem not to have any symptoms at all. You know, and, and different capacities and everybody's story seems to be a little different when you hear them talk about it yeah i find that wild just how different it has uh impact it has on different people it can vary so widely so from being asymptomatic to fatality like that it's just crazy sure that's insane well this brings us to the biggest news of disney this week is like i think it was in the last 24 hours they they announced that they are closing the parks or the parks are already closed but that they had originally given us, an, I think, an April 1st date of reopen. At How long have we been closed now? Uh, been, it seems like, it, man, a day seems like a year now. You know, like a week seems yeah. like it was four months ago. It was, it was a much shorter time frame that, that they were definitely early on saying April maybe. But, uh, but now we, it's been closed about three or four weeks now, yes. right? I think so, yes. Well, I think, was it March that? March 13th. 16th. 16th. Okay, yeah. so that's two weeks. Yep. And they said, you know, April 1st was a target, but now they've come back and said, indefinitely, we're closed, indefinitely, we'll update you, right? Um, well, and I think it, for a while, a lot of things were saying, let's try two weeks, then we'll try another two weeks, but I think the 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 reality is we don't know, and so it's just going to take a while to figure out and maybe go ahead and tell everybody we just don't know. I, think, I do think you can book uh, rooms from you can make a reservation starting June 1st. Okay. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything either. They could change all those too. Now I did see there, they've committed to paying employees through, was it? Um, I think April 18th, April 18th, which is about just under three weeks from now, mm-hmm. um, which is a fantastic move, by the way. I mean, take care of their employees. This is unprecedented times that word unprecedented that everyone uses all the time. Um, it's overused now, but it, it's because it's That's true. It is. It is unprecedented mm-hmm. yeah. times. Um, and to take care of hourly employees and workers, I think, is a fantastic move. Um, but also something, unless the government gets involved in that, not something that's sustainable for a long, long time. They're already losing tons of money. You know, I mean, you can only, I mean, how much cash is in the coffers, you know, um, or how right. much credit can you borrow to, to continue your payroll when you're completely shut down? Um, that's it's it's just interesting, and so but I applaud them. You know, as long as they can, they're through April eighteenth. All of their employees are going to continue getting paid. Um, and you asked me earlier, David. You said, do you think there's anything to the April eighteenth 
target date. And uh, what do you guys think? You think that that gives us a clue to how long they think this is going to last, or do you think it's just sort of them not knowing and just saying, "Hey, I just, I just thought it was interesting that they said the parks were closed indefinitely at, at this point, and we're paying to this date." It didn't say indefinitely; it said till this date. So I just wondered if that if that was the cutoff date. It's kind of hard to say. I don't. I don't really. I've been kind of trying to keep up uh, with news and seeing some of these models. Um, some of people are saying, you know, the next two three weeks are going to be um, kind of our peak in cases. So, like, really expect the, the the worst of it to come here within this next month. Um, and if that's the case, hopefully we'll see a tapering and plateau and then an eventual decline. I don't know. It sounds like it could definitely last all the way to you know, August, you know, the end of summer, probably. I mean, I've, I've heard, you don't want to, but you start to prepare yourself for that, you know. Um, goodness, it, what yeah. a, to lose a summer season, you know, for for all of us, but, you know, biz, all these businesses, man. Well, I think another part of this is going to be how um, people respond and how, what they do after maybe some of this uh, social distancing lifts a little bit. When it relaxes, are we going to have a relapse because people are, you know, just going back to the way things used to be? And um, so I think um, it's going to depend on just how well we kind of uh, relax our social distancing practices. And Apparently there's talk, too, that when they do reopen, that it will be staggered. They won't, uh, it won't be all the, the, all the shows. It will be things that keep people somewhat isolated. They'll only allow so many people in. Um, you know, some of the, some of the shows that are two or 300 people in a room together, they won't, they won't operate. So it, it's, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. When we start having the conversations about how things reopen and are, re, are re-implemented, you think about, um, how that that's going to take place from sports and everything. Will we start with sports with no spectators? I, I don't know. You know, um, what will Disney's be like if they only allow this many people in and you have to, you know, it, it just you think the world will ever completely be the same as it was three months ago? I think I think we'll I think we'll get back to a relative sense of normalcy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we will have learned some things through this, um, and so I think we're going to be a little better off. But as far as like um, just going about your casual day, I think we're going to get back there eventually. Yeah. Awesome. I, and I think too, like the April eighteenth paying the employees. I, I don't necessarily think that's a my my when I when I heard that it wasn't necessarily like they think that. A, that's the end, and maybe the 19th they could open, or that they were refusing, we're not paying past this date. I really think it's sort of like everybody else. It's sort of like, wait, we'll wait and see. Feeling and it out. Reevaluate. I think so. Because I think that's where everybody is with all of their, um, all of their, whether it's school systems or businesses or, or even churches, you know, like Easter, Easter services, you know, not being able to meet is a, you know, that's a unprecedented, once again, territory, you know, um, kind of remarkable that what's going on but again stay safe out there stay um stay well um let us know if we can serve you in any way um that's the big disney news is there anything else i mean what's once you go to the big disney it's like a little other <laughs> stuff you know what hey i saw that uh that stitch great escape uh that that you know it's, it looks like the rumors that it was going to be a wreck it ralph attraction coming soon Okay, that, that's Stitch Great Escape. Tell me, it's an uh, attraction, Walt Where? Disney World okay. in Tomorrowland. Okay, used to be Mission to Mars. Okay, this is this. Well, then it was then Alien a- Encounter. Alien Encounter. I think far underrated attraction, in my opinion. <laughs> and then Stitch. Yes. And then it was Stitch freaked out all the little kids. Right. Before, the <laughs> extraterrestrial was before that, right? Was that yeah. the Alien Encounter? Alien right. Encounter, right. That, where the alien 
breaks out of the glass. I don't and, think and I ever saw that. You get blood dripped on you. This is Disney, by the. This is. I thought you know it was that honestly, was a Michael Eisner. <laughs> I think I thought it was attraction. I love. I was at the age that I was targeted for, and I had never seen anything like that. Like uh, the 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 lizard, he he has this long tongue, and it's like this forty thing where you're sitting there, and his tongue gets in your hair, and then it's completely black, and you hear him running around and feel his breath on your neck, and then you see this guy up in the in the rafters, and he's got a flashlight checking things out, and the monster eats him. His flashlight falls down, and then you're squirted with liquid. Dude, it was an awesome. I love that as a kid, but I could see how you know parents bringing their kids in, not knowing what to expect. They're scarred yeah. for life through this. So. I think they got a lot of that. Do they talk about it in imagining in the Imagineering project? Um, I don't know. I don't I thought, remember that. I, I wish they had. I thought I thought it was in. Uh, I, I definitely have read somewhere. I knew that was you know Eisner trying to get more uh, teenage. So related. They, they changed that. They changed that from. From that to a Lilo and Stitch thing, which was much less. It was more like more playful. He still got free and the same effects, but it was more like didn't feel as ominous <laughs> or like you're right. about to die and you got to get out of here. But still, I remember I took my son on that. Um, he was probably six, five or six, and he kind of freaked out a little bit, you know, even with a Stitch running around. Right. Um, so now you're saying they're making that into something it's else. It's going to be a Wreck-It Ralph attraction. So, same. All, all, all I saw was same seating as the, as we've had. It's a st- still in the round kind of thing, like the, even back to Mission to Mars. But it's going to be themed to Wreck-It Ralph. That's awesome. It's been sitting a long time empty. I mean, it, it says seasonal, and then as I guess it's a meet and greet to meet Stitch. But uh, it's not had a real traction there for a while, so that'll be good. To have that's something cool. They need to do something with that space. It, it, it's funny to me that seating has been there since Mission to Mars. It's been yeah. the same basic thing. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder why. Like, it'll be interesting to see though how it connects with Tomorrowland, where the video games, what they're going to do with that. Yeah. How that's going to play into the story. It seems like a great place for a Wreck It Ralph ride and be tomorrow i mean tomorrowland is going to be a lot different in a couple of years it is and i'm kind of excited about that the tron coaster um they still need to i think do something with the go-karts yeah a lot but, of people think that um a lot of people would like to see it to be electric cars at least something yeah. that's more uh you know environmentally friendly but you know when that when that attraction was drive a tesla when that yeah, attraction first was introduced at disneyland um expressways were modern yeah so that was considered the roadway of tomorrow that's why it was a a tomorrowland attraction it's just normal now well i'll tell you when i was in the early 90s and going to disney a lot as a middle schooler um the idea to stand in line for an hour to ride a go-kart that went seven miles an hour was (laughs) not awesome not a fun thing for a lot of kids it's their first time driving that's true that's that's true but you could go to malibu grand prix or you could go to the the local go-kart track and have a right. much, um, a much uh, more exciting experience, much less safe experience. Hey, when it say. first <laughs> when it first opened, it did not have the guardrails. Oh, so dude, you no. see lots of crazy things in the old footage where kids wreck and run over people. See now that now I think maybe go back to that. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, tomorrow I'm excited about Tomorrowland. So that's pretty cool. Wreck It Ralph ride on the yeah. Lilo and Stitch Alien Encounter Mission to Mars site. Mm-hmm. Um, any other any other news we got? I guess we turn to Disney Plus news then. Um, did you guys see anything cool this week? Well, before we do that, I did see this incredible stat about um, there's an analysis that a company did that says Disney Plus U.S. subscriptions 
finds that 50% of households with kids under 10. So 50% of households with kids under 10 have Disney, a Disney Plus subscription. Wow. That's insane to me. That's a lot of people. Um, 42% with kids under 18. So if you have kids under 18, 42% of households have a Disney Plus subscription. Get this. 41% of 18 to 24-year-olds are subscribers. That, that seems like a lot. I mean, that's really fascinating. It tells wow. you the power of the Disney brand and just that people feel like this content is valuable enough to pay for. You know, 18 to 24, you're talking about college kids. And if you have a lot of, you know, from Netflix, you have a lot of choices in your subscription. You have Spotify for music and or Apple Music. And these subscriptions, I mean, they can add up quickly. Mm-hmm. And what, what this is telling us is that Disney Plus is hanging right in um, as far as a content value for a key demographic that 18 to 24 year olds that they're spending their, 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 um, their money, their right. hard earned money or mom and dad's money or whatever it is on a Disney plus subscription. I think that's pretty fascinating. One of my daughters that's, uh, in college, um, you know, when, when it first came out that, that her group were all watching a lot of the shows from the nineties, a lot of the stuff from Disney channel and a lot of things that really hadn't been released before. You could see some episodes, but you couldn't watch complete, series from the from the disney a lot of those disney channel shows so yeah that makes sense that that age group probably really watching a lot of the things they haven't been able to see before i think it speaks to just a huge library of content you've got all the nostalgia buttons whatever you grew up watching there it is well and that's a that's a huge part of why people love disney it, anyway is it's nostalgia it's yeah. what you know you typically find that what you loved first is what you probably love best. But then there's all the, the new stuff. Like you think about Marvel and Star Wars, and you think about Frozen Two. You think about the, all the new content that's there quickly and first. You know, so you have all the stuff you grew up with when you were, you know, a tween or a, a young teenager, or middle schooler that you were watching on Disney Channel, and then you know you have um, Avengers Endgame and, and Infinity War right there at your fingertips. I mean, that's. Then the Simpsons, and then you start talking about all the other franchises that kind of come through that. Man, it's it, that's a huge library, and and it's really hard to compete with. I look at, I, go, I mean, I go through Netflix sometimes. I'm like, what am I going to watch on here? Um, whereas Disney Plus, I'm like, oh, that there, there's a nice um, catalog built up, you know. And sometimes you start something on Netflix, you're not sure. You're like, am I, is this worth investing my time in? And um, I, you know, I totally get the the Disney Plus. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus that has like a high like rewatch value mm-hmm. for me versus Netflix, which doesn't have so much of that. I think that's right. a big difference, at least for me personally. Now they still have the Office on Netflix. But yeah, let's see, it's not it's not exclusive to Netflix. So as soon as that's off, you know, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Disney is all that's Disney content stuff they own. It's never going anywhere. Um, and I think Netflix's popularity, and that's why they try to go so far into the original content because they know that's what will hook people and keep people in. Because you know, Friends when it's gone, it's gone now. And then The Office when it's gone, or New Girl, or all these shows. Which actually, when you start talking about the Fox catalog, New Girl, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, you start going down that list, and Disney owns all that now too. If I'm not mistaken, when that stuff pulls off of. And then I think NBC Universal is starting their own streaming streaming service also. So you can only imagine like, you know, the, the Office and Saturday Night Live and Parks and Rec and those sorts of this big they're going everybody's everything's going to be compartmentalized. Where does that leave Netflix? What do you think? You know, just Netflix in the dust there or 
creating or new original content. <laughs> but then again, th- th- I think that puts them behind, like way behind, because, yeah. and this is where Disney has such an advantage is that just vast catalog. Um, well, the timing, the timing of all this couldn't have been better that they got this thing up and running at the end of last year. So when all this quarantine and people are stuck inside, what a what an incredible move no to doubt. have to have this ready. Absolutely. Um, speaking of, what did you you guys were talking about? How awesome Disney Plus is and these numbers. Did you guys watch anything on Disney Plus this week? Anything? I did. I watched a lot. All right. Uh, well, I was trying to keep keep up with your family, and I watched uh, Tron, and I watched Apple Dumpling Gang, and I watched Parent Trap. Awesome. We're gonna do quarantine episodes of all of this, singling out these episodes and talk about them. We got lots of thoughts about these. Yeah. Right. And then uh, my wife and I have been watching Shield which is an ABC Disney yep. show. And so we're in like season into season two. Uh, and so we, we watched quite a bit of that. And then my son decided he was going to watch all the Marvel movies in, again. So I've watched several of the, I watched Iron Man and Thor and the Avengers are the ones that I got to watch with him. You've been on a lot this week. Yeah, a lot. I but I haven't done a, I haven't done a lot of what I plan to watch, but I've watched a lot with my family. It always works out like that too. Your kids want to watch something else. Like, all right, we'll get with that. Well, I didn't see I didn't see a Marvel uh, marathon coming in the middle, but uh, but it's good. Always time for a Marvel marathon. Yeah. Man, those movies are so. Cool. I really like Avengers. It, the original Avengers. Yeah, that's a that's always been one of my favorites. So it was good watching that again. I hadn't I seen it in a while. You. This is when we get sidetracked on talking about the Avengers, but what struck me how when it first came out, I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. I really was because I loved I loved all the standalone movies they were making, but uh, the Avengers they're going to try to put all these characters in one movie. This is going to be in your your frame of reference were things like you know the Fantastic Four, where it just never quite worked, and so when it came out and it was so good right. that that scene where where Hulk you know smashes Loki. And the, <laughs> that's a good one. Iconic. Well, yeah, yes, breakout moments. Yeah, my, laughter. My kids are way too young to see that. I went home and tried to do that to each other. You know, <laughs> uh, but uh, just just fantastic. That's a fantastic movie. It but is. Iron I, I think Thor, one of my favorite things about it too is they there's the tension at the beginning, all the personalities kind of colliding, but they come together. And some of the movies they end angry, yep. and so I liked that this is like they're they work through that, and they end up you know going to a restaurant together at the end of the whole thing. It just feels, it has a good reminder, like we can pull through anything. That's awesome. So you, you, it sounds like you spent about 27 hours on Disney Plus this week. <laughs> I did. Um, we did it. Like every, every night, I think we watched something. Do? What else That's are you going to do? Um, Ramin, did you watch anything on Disney Plus? I watched a couple things. I watched, um, I watched the original Iron Man movie again, and then I watched uh, both Tron movies. The original Tron, first time I've ever seen it, the 1982 one. Um, yeah, and then I watched Legacy as well right after that to kind of just see what they were like next awesome. to each other. So Tron podcast coming up next. Um, so that's going to be fun to talk about. Well, you spent some time on there too then. Yeah, awesome. yeah, a little bit of time. We'll, yeah. get, we'll, we'll get into the podcast a little bit. What did you, like, you think about Tron? Did you like it? The original one? Yeah. I, I did like it, actually. Right. It, it was, like I was saying this earlier, it was, uh, was kind of fun, like uh, being exposed to the new one and then seeing this kind of like throwback from the 80s. Um, and just the vibe and the graphics, it was almost kind of comical, but it, I really enjoyed it. It was it's pretty cool. fun. Well, we're going to talk about that more in a future podcast. Um, I, I'm trying to th- sit here thinking in the last week since our last podcast what I've watched on Disney Plus, and I know I've had it on. Um, 
Have you watched Onward yet? Oh yeah. Oh, I saw that. That's theater. the next one on my list. I really want to see Onward. Okay, yeah, it comes we, we out April third. Po- April third. April third. Yeah, coming up quick. We actually did a podcast on that. Ramin, you, you did go back and listen to that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We talked a lot about it. No, we, we'll talk about it again because I, I'd love to see it a second time. Me too. And I wasn't expecting to see it yeah. so soon. Yeah. After you know the we saw it, we were talking about because it, it came out the weekend that everything started to close. That's right. That's right. I mean, the first weekend. Um, that's how I'll, we'll always remember. <laughs> I went the, March 5th. Mar- you went after. I went the night okay. before the official opening. Yeah, that's right. So the 6th was, is that? I think it opened the 6th, yes. Okay. You went on, the, you went on that Saturday. weekend, yeah. and I went on Friday. I went on Thursday night. Yeah, but we'll, we should talk about that again, too, once we all see that. I, I love the word. I'm curious to see what you thought about it. Um, um, but, yeah, I had my kids watching a few things. They've been still binging The Simpsons. And I'm not sure that's a great idea to have your kids, uh, you know, watching The Simpsons. I could tell you a really funny story, but it would make me sound like a really bad parent if I did. Um, oh, I'll tell you anyway, and we'll edit it out if we decide. Um, so there's this episode, I think about season seven, where Bart, they're in Australia, and Bart gets in trouble. Um, like, it kind of was, it's funny how The Simpsons kind of... Um, parody what's happening in culture at the time and now you've got 30 years of the simpsons and this thing started in the late 80s so you see you remember as you watch it now as an adult my kids don't have this reference but i stopped myself and i'll explain to them what was going on in the world at the time like you know the the parodies with white broncos and oj simpson you know those sorts of things and and so this happened to reference the kid i forget his name who got caned in singapore remember that do you remember that kid who who, I, i don't know what he did but I remember that happening. Punishment yeah. was his big news everywhere that they were going to cane this kid, which means he was going to get spanked, basically with a cane. With a cane, <laughs> that's like a whip. And we were, everybody was like, "How can you? That's inhuman." What all this? But Singapore, which is a very you know modern, um, they're Eastern country, but a very modern country. Like they have no crime there. And this American kid, you know, was going to get caned. There was kind of all this backstory. So there's a Simpsons episode where I guess the Simpsons, they're in Australia and Bart has done something. And I don't remember exactly what, but at the end he gets caught and he gets in trouble. And his punishment is he's going to get a kick in the butt from the prime minister of Australia. This is his punishment. They're going to kick him in the rear end. Right. Right. And so at the very end, he, he's bends over to get his punishment. Right. So Bart's bending over. And the prime minister of, of Australia is there and, and winds up and he actually says, and this is for the, the Commonwealth of Australia, for the people of Australia. And he goes and rears back and Bart st- says, and this is for the people, this is for the United States of America. And he pulls his pants down and moons the guy and on his butt is written, don't tread on me. And he starts humming the national anthem while he shakes his bare butt at the prime minister of Australia. <laughs> Classic Simpson seat. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So, my my oldest son and I we're just laughing our heads off at this, right? But what I don't realize is my four year old later on, my my, my oldest son thinks it's so funny that he wants to show everyone this scene and and back it up. So I'm I'm not in the room. So my four he shows my my four year old's in the room and he sees this too. Next thing I know, I walk in, my four year old is mooning his brothers, (laughs) saying, "This is for the United States of America." And just shaking his, his bare butt at his brothers. I'm like, oh my goodness. We got to cut down on the Simpsons watching. This is my wife did let my kids watch the Simpsons. This is why. <laughs> that is why. I, at least it happened at home and we're quarantined now. I can only imagine getting the call from the teacher at school 
about <laughs> your son just patriotically moon the entire class and said, this is for the United States of America. So uh, I was waiting for you to say was, he had something written on uh, there. No, they didn't get that far. Although, had I not walked in when I had, they Probably may have would. gotten that to there. My <laughs> wife was always afraid it would make our kids very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, we've had, my wife and I have had conversations. Now, if what's funny is every time your kid gives you any back talk or sass, the immediate thing is, it's the Simpsons. Got to be the Simpsons watching. I told you, if you know, you can't watch to let them watch the Simpsons, they'll talk back. Well, they were talking back way before the Simpsons. And, and uh, I really try to only let my oldest son watch it. You know, right. he's in middle school. And and um, I don't know. Maybe it's, I may change my mind here pretty soon. There are some, like, <laughs> topics that are discussed that are a little, like, uh, uncomfortable. You know, it's it doesn't hold back. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a prime time network television cartoon it's right. not like filthy. i would love to i would love to watch it all to see the cultural yeah references and to that would be really fun to watch some of it's awkward it, every now and then you get an episode it's like <clears throat> but it's so funny and it's so well written and you forget until you see it again but i've talked way too much about the simpsons now so i'll probably edit all that out but we i know we watched the simpsons this week i can't think of anything we'll, we'll talk about some more of these these uh things that we've been watching in, in future episodes then Absolutely, and I can't wait for those. And until then, we want to send out our best wishes to all of you. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying staying well. Please, that's what we love about Disney. Why do you love Disney? And let us know. You can reach us on our website at whyilovedisney.com or through Twitter at whyilovedisney1. Um, there on Twitter, please reach out to us. Let us know what you're watching during this time. We'd love to discuss that. Let us know if you think we have a terrible take on some of these your favorite shows or or whatever we'd love to hear from you but until then until next time thanks for hanging with us and we'll see you see you real soon